Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up? It's Todd. And I'm Obert. Hi, Obert. And, oh, okay, hi. <laughs> I, I just want to say up top, I, uh, I miss you guys. I know. It's, we, were so, we were so spoiled that, that uh-huh. weekend, yeah. just hanging out. It was, it was awesome. I have a crazy idea. You guys, I'm listening. You guys move back to Connecticut. Okay. Or, or you guys move to North Carolina. I'm still, I'm still in for winemaking with roommates. I really think that's where <laughs> our niche goes. Listen, that's yeah. where the wineries in Connecticut. That's true. Because the the day I move back to Connecticut is the day that drinking alone with friends ends, and our new podcast, winemaking with roommates, <laughs> begins. That's true. Listen, that's true. You, have you saved the your your third of the three point two mil yet? Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. So let's do it. I let's might go. need. I might need to borrow some. I might need to borrow. I might need a <laughs> oh, loan. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't know what the minimum percent down you need for the loan is, but right. Yeah, I thought it was two three point seven five. That's a lot easier. We could talk them down. They've been on the market for two years. Like that we could talk true. them down, but at this point, mm-hmm. be like, listen. I mean, the, the the wine was pretty good that I remember there, but yeah, but but we could say like like your your heart's not in it anymore. Like you've been trying to sell this thing for two years, right? How good's the mill wine and a half. now? Take a mill and a half. You know? I just can't. I mean, I just think how good our farmhouse saisons aged in our own wine barrels is going to be. Right. Oh, oh it's going to be great. It's going to be great. I can't. I can't wait. Honestly, that we is. That, I, I would. I would wine. move back to Connecticut for that. <laughs> Done. Let's Wine's do it. Easy. Yeah. Wine. Wine's just you. You, mash, you, st- you stomp on some grapes. You put them in a bottle, and you you <laughs> you, you put in some some bread yeast. Boom. Mm-hmm. Wine. I do. I do hope that all That's the, the patrons it. of the winery yeah. do know that all the wine will be smashed with my feet. Yeah, and that's why we're going to nuke the Drinking Alone with Friends archives as soon as we get the winery going. There's no record of this going forward. Yeah. Deleted, deleted from the history of the internet. Uh-huh. That's right. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, I think you got good stomping feet, though, I would say. I, I mean, they are very big and wide, so perfect for... Like, I also get the impression that you like stomping the most out of the three of us. <laughs> oh, imagine Probably. if every time I was cranky, if I could just like hop in like the, the, the ton, the mash ton, and just stomp oh, away. Oh, man. You'd be so relaxed. Yeah. would know the, what to do. We'd have so much wine, we wouldn't know what to do with it. Your doctor would look at your blood pressure and be like, what What did you do? It's been working, whatever it is. And you're like, I just stomp grapes. <laughs> Every day for Just, hours at a time. That's uh-huh. it. That's all you need to do. It's crazy. My feet, you know, everything below my ankles would be purple, but that's okay. Yeah. You got that wine foot. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you know what they say. All this talk about no. wine making with roommates. <laughs> How about speaking of farmhouse saisons? I like my go, way better. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Hey, even the dog said woo. I have a beer from a brewery whoa, 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 in Asheville. Whoa, 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 okay. whoa, whoa. I thought I'll I was going back. first. I'll run it back. Speaking of farmhouse saisons, I have a beer oh. from a brewery. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. <laughs> out of Asheville that I was not able to go to, that I would love to be able to drink first in the pot, if that's all right with you guys. That's, that's fine with me, but first. It's beer. 30 and i'm thirsty i've been working like a dog all week long so maybe something cold won't hurt me because it's beer 30 and it's time to party yeah baby yeah and the soundboard has returned Mm-hmm. yep it was a long week without it but we're back yep 
Um, yeah, I was. I don't worry. I was gonna let the beer thirty go, but I had to complete the transition. You know, <laughs> I got nervous. Yeah. So this is a brewery that I have a lot less to say about than my two esteemed co-hosts, and that is Zebulon Artisan Ales. Um, it was high up on our list of like must-do breweries, but it was kind of out of the way enough where where we made the executive decision that since you guys were coming into town much earlier than me and they had very limited hours, you guys were going to go and get drink to your heart's content, get me a bottle, I'll bring it back to Montana and then drink it on the podcast, I think was how the conversation went. Correct. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so the one I have from them is their sour ale with mixed berries. Um, not a great name. Gonna, not going to lie. <laughs> we <laughs> beers. Uh, I don't know anything about it. It's a blend of two-year-old barrels of sour beer fermented with 100% wild culture from the Asheville air, aged on a blend of blueberries, raspberries, and blackberries. Intense color and fruit character, light funk and medium acidity. Drink now or cellar up to five years. Going with the former because this is, I think this is a fresh one from these guys. But again, I don't know. You guys are the ones who got it. So what do you have to say about Zebulon? Uh, Zebulon was really cool. Um, It was a... I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to remember, like, like it almost gives me, like, old school, and I don't know if you went there over, I know Tud has, but, like, old school, like, almost Black Hog vibes on the inside. Like, like I mean, it's, it's o- like, older, not really refinished or anything. It wasn't fancy by any means, but they did, like, some really, really good, like, everything they did was, like, good and a little bit unique. It was a little bit unique, so, um, uh, including a cask beer. The only cask beer we had in Nashville was at Zebulon. So yep. um, that was a, what was that? That was a, like was an a English, bitter. It was a, ex- English was it bitter, special- was it? Yeah, it was, I think yeah. it was ESB. Yeah, I think it, I think it was that too. And uh, that was pretty good. Um, the only cask beer we saw, you know, but, um, but they did some other really good stuff. Their West Coast IPA, I remember being very good. Uh, I think Tud had a hazy from them. That was good. Um, uh, I don't had, think I had a uh, bad beer. No, they they no like they did the, they did a barrel aged barley wine and a barrel aged stout, both of which were pretty spectacular. Um, so they were they were really saw. Oh, also a cheer wine beer, which is a North Carolina thing. Uh, I don't know if you guys know what cheer wine is. It's a soda, um, but it was founded oh. it was founded in Salisbury, North Carolina, and uh, people down here go caca for cuckoo puffs over it. So <laughs> I don't. <laughs> what is cheer wine? It's it's kind of like it's kind of like a Dr Pepper, like a cherry ish cola, like you know. Okay. Um, but but very low in uh in sodium for anybody who's watching the sodium. It's not bad. It's not bad. Not my favorite. Not bad. Um, but people down here go nuts for it. <laughs> okay. But, but that was that was interest. That was an interesting one too. Yeah, it was. Uh- also in Weaverville, North Carolina, which I think oh. you guys told me is like the best town in America. If I yeah, could move there much. tomorrow, I would. Same. Yes. Yeah. It's it's like it's like you know small town USA, and it's yep. like right. It's like twenty minutes from Asheville too, which is like the perfect distance you want to be away from Asheville, so you right. don't become an alcoholic and homeless and live on the streets. So now that being said, there. there were two breweries and a really cool like uh, spritzer brewery bar, uh, beer bar there as well. Yeah. And it was um, bo- both breweries were good too, which was yeah, also yeah. dangerous. <laughs> I know, yeah. And but two's manageable. Two's ma- yeah, two's two's in plus there's sidewalks like psh, go walk there. <laughs> and it wasn't hilly from what no, we saw. It was flatter than Asheville. It oh, definitely yeah. was flatter. Well, now you're talking. Now you're talking. <laughs> Hashtag flat Nashville. As we all know from the last show. 
Yeah. But, Nashville's way too way too hilly. Yeah. But but no, Zebulon was cool. Um I almost bought a hat there too, because they, they have a they had a whole bunch of merch that was all lead Zebulon instead of lead Zeppelin. And the only reason I didn't buy it is because I didn't want to be somewhere and people go, you know Zeppelin's spelt wrong, right? Like mm. I think if I lived in like that area of North Carolina I would buy it because people would know what I was wearing. But right. bringing it back to Connecticut, I just I didn't feel like having to explain like no, no, there's a brewery in Weaverville, North Carolina <laughs> that you've never heard of. Right. But it was yeah. really cool. They, their their, their um, billing system was interesting. So they give you a piece of paper, and they just make tally marks on it with how many beers you've drank. And then and they just the hand end, it in. Yeah. At the end, you hand it in like homework, and they're like, all right, Easy you owe math. us $12. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty cool. It was, it was a good spot. We're big fans of the tally system here on the podcast. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of tallies. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to peep behind Obert's head. <laughs> um, well, I'll give you a chance to do that as I go and open this beer with uh, the installed bottle opener from the Care of Chad. <laughs> I don't think it's there. I don't think it's I think there. It, I think it is. No, I think I, I think I was... Yeah, I don't think it's there. You have three stars around you. No, the stars, I think, are just decoration. Obert's no, even the, got like a million stars. No, the star... Okay, Obert Obert's got four stars. Obert adds the stars when you get one correct. I've gotten three correct. Yeah, so I don't oh, know why I, you have four. The number of stars don't correlate. You just get a I bunch of stars. It's like a celebration. Like oh, I said, okay. I, don't th- I don't think it's up there yet. But I think it is up there. I don't think it's up there. We'll never know. No, we'll know. <laughs> I'm going to go back, back in time. <laughs> I don't think it's up okay. there. Okay, so here it is. It's the sour ale with mixed berries. Again, hopefully the, the beer tastes better than the name. I like the bottle, too. Uh, yeah, it's cool. Like half liter. Oh, I'm spilling half liter bottles. That and the logo. I'm a big fan of the logo too. Yeah, I was a big fan of everything about this brewery. I, th- I just want to go back and live there. Yeah, clean up to do. I spelled for real. And even their pizza wasn't oh, bad. No. Yeah, the Weaverville the Weaverville pizza place was pretty good. Not bad. Not yeah. bad. They had like a fancy Italian restaurant that looked pretty good too. Yeah, I would like I said, a beautiful park. I'd move there tomorrow. I'd move there tomorrow. It's it's. Probably happiness capital of the world, I, I guess. I would guess. Yeah. Yes, I would have to imagine that it was... Nobody's ever sad. Um, no. It kind of reminded me. You ever seen, like, the movie The Village? No. Yeah. You ever seen Real Big Fish? Yes. No. Okay. I, I, listen, I just have to ask multiple things to see if I can get you there. <laughs> Over. Their little town center reminded me kind of like a... Like a, a real, like a real world lived in, like the village or like real big fish, like 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 the little place where you don't wear shoes. Like I imagine that that's what it's like living as a Weaver villain. Yes, correct. It's Weaver it's villain. Like, <laughs> well, depends on if I got my superpower or not. Right, right, right. Which we know what you would immediately use for evil. Yes, correct. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I poured the beer here, and look at this beautiful color. Mm. Nice, bright red. Those raspberries really shine through. I'm seeing a lot of bubbles in there, too. A lot of bubbles. I'm really jealous yes. I didn't buy this beer to, to go. Very carbonated, as you can see in my treehouse tulip glass. Um, you, can, you can definitely smell the, the bubbles popping, popping off. Okay, I'm going to just dive right in, see how the mouth taste is. Beer is good! Beer is good! Beer is good! Wow, this is very, very tart. Whew, man, this, the label even says on the back that um, it's not super sour, but I disagree. Maybe, they, maybe when they said light funk, 
and medium acidity. I feel like it's very acidic and lots of pucker in this beer. So the exact <laughs> It's good. Yeah. But after uh, having so many sours, I think, in the last couple of weeks, it's maybe I'm soured out already. <laughs> it's only June. It's like it's not even prime sour season yet. Right. When is sour season? When is peak sour season, Todd? I mean, I would say July and August are definitely probably July twenty second is what I was thinking. Oh. Okay. Yeah. It's fair. Then then it's then it starts. You know, that's when you enjoy the sours the most. And then it just tapers off into stout then season. <laughs> you're getting ready for Oktoberfest. Oh, Oktoberfest. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I definitely feel like like the fourth of July to like the twenty second is like like that's like like you you have to like drink nothing but sours. For that those, <laughs> that twenty that eighteen day period there because I think freedom. you would also add in uh, your your seltzers your alcoholic seltzers that you drink true your your white claws and whatnot well yeah you have to be able to break the acidity from the the sours somehow and there's nothing better than drinking a bubbly seltzer to break that that yeast <laughs> right yes there you go. Um, but okay, so the big three fruits in here are blueberry, raspberry, and blackberry. Of those, the raspberry shines through the strongest. Um, but that triple berry combo, I think we've all had in a sour beer in one form or another. You know, it's just that sour smoothie deliciousness. I think I'm going to let this one, I'm going to savor this one. Let's see if Andrew's going first. I have the whole podcast (laughs) to kind of relax, take baby sips of this really sour beer. Um, I'm sad I didn't get to go to Zebulon with you guys. Have you guys, both of you guys, had this beer? Yes. Yeah. yeah Chris. Okay. Chris and I think I, th- I think we drank every beer that was on the menu that day. Yes, we did. Okay. Well, let me let me tell you my rating, my guess, and then I want to hear your ratings and um, what you think of what your thoughts on this beer were. Um, so it's gonna come in at a four point oh for me. Uh, just too sour to get above the four mark. I think it's still really good, which is why I'm, it's not a three seven five. I still think it's really tasty, but maybe just after the Funkatorium, I just have too high a standard for sour beers now. Mm. You know, um, but I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the only place to buy this bottle of beer is at the brewery. So you know that the people who have this beer are invested in the hop hype of being there. I think they're going to like this beer as well. But it is Asheville. I mean, Weaverville. So it's like, you know, there's some stiff competition. Right. So all that being said, I'm going to guess a 4.05. I didn't so, even need to know the number. But why don't we tell the audience and myself how many check-ins there were? Yeah, so there were 521 check-ins. And it does have a name. Oh. It's the Mixed Berry Asheville Sour for Eddie Hazel. Okay, this is the Sour Ale with Mixed Berries for... Shavila Vargas. Okay, so hang on. So we missed. I, I oh, that's a different. One. That's a different one. Yeah. So we didn't have. So so Chris and I didn't have this one. This one only has thirty six check-ins. Interesting. This is a brand new bottle. So you said you said what for your guess? I think I said four point oh five. Okay. So you're close. It's a four point oh nine. Okay. Point oh four off. Yeah. Uh, it's tough to do with that few check-ins. But uh, what did you guys think of this beer? Well, I gave the Chavela Vargas. A four two five. Okay, Chris, how about you? Well, I gave it a four two five as well, but All I right. I had it checked in as the other beer, the Eddie Vargas, the Eddie Vargas, or Eddie Hazel, Eddie Hazel. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Right. I was like, were they brothers? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you both liked the sour that that you had a little bit more. 
than I liked this one. So. Right. Right. But again, um, this was, you guys drank it before Funkatorium. So that recalibrates the whole sour scale. Speaking of sour scale, this is like very tart. This is beyond tart sour apple. Okay. So what does that make it? An it's eight? It's higher than a seven. Yeah. It's yeah, higher than a seven. This is like eight, eight and a half even. Maybe it was. Maybe but it okay. was the other one because I'm looking. Ten is, ten is super warhead. Yes. Well, the world may never know. I think I might have checked in the wrong beer. <laughs> That's all right. It's okay. It's fine. Um, but okay, so I'm going to sip, sit back and enjoy this, this sour from Zebulon. While, um, Todd, why don't you go? What do you got for us this week? Sure. This week, I brought a sour as well, keeping on the, the sour train with Obert here. Tis the season, as we've tis, decided. Tis the season. And this is called Rest in Peaches, a wild ale with peaches by Counterweight. Ooh, that is a big bottle. Um, the peaches are grown by Drazen Orchards in Cheshire, Connecticut, and it says that Rest in Peaches is a blend of fooder-conditioned wild ales rested on Cheshire-grown peaches. It's a 750-milliliter bottle with 6.6% ABV. Nice. Yeah, it looks like a nice big bottle you got there. Looks like a classic white wine bottle, that grain glass. It's it, a very pretty bottle. It's yeah. simple, though. It, it reminds <laughs> me a lot of like the old like the, the Fox Farm bottles. Yeah, it's very classic style. Yeah. That bottle looks like it's out of like the 1950s. <laughs> so, oh, Obert, you didn't do the light test. Oh, Shucks. man. Forgot. That's uh, okay. I'll do it for you on this one. Okay. How are we going to know? So as you can see. <laughs> oh, man. It is just a golden, golden color. It's, you know, it's not very, it's not clear. It's, it's not definitely not filtered. If you put the light behind it, it's like a mm. giant shining orb. Holy beer again. Your beer turned into the sun. <laughs> On the nose, you'd be surprised, but I smell a lot of peaches and a lot of sourness. <laughs> <laughs> I am surprised. I may just quit the podcast. <laughs> um, no, so I went, I went to Counterweight on Friday, and I saw that they had this bottle. And A, Counterweight doesn't, I think they, I mean, they bottle enough, but not every time I go there do they have bottles. And with a name like Rest in Peaches, I mean, I was like, this is, this is, this is too good. You know, like a, a throwback to The Undertaker, I liked it. Yep. Um, so let's, let's taste it. Let's find out what Rest in Peaches tastes like. Starfruit. Probably. that is a that is a peachy beer (laughs) i was going to say it was a sour beer no it's it's i mean it's a little sour but it's it's like a it's like a peach (laughs) like an artificial peach no oh no it's very like so it's it it the peaches actually blend very well with the sour because it's you get like that nice crisp sourness, but it finishes off with like the nice like it, not like a not like a super ripe peach, not like a super juicy peach, but more like a you know like when you Gross bite into a old peach. No, like you know like when you bite into a peach and it's like not quite ripe yet. Oh it's, yeah, it's kind of like what that tastes like. Okay, I'm here for it. I think it blends very well with the sour beer because I think that if you did a whole ripe peach on it, that it would be too peachy. It'd be almost like way too like sweet. Yeah. And perhaps it More was like that artificial tasting that I was talking about. It tastes like a peach ring. Maybe it was normal peaches that they put on here and the, the sour ale just ate all the, the peach sugar and just left behind young peach. I don't know how that works. <laughs> in order the the fountain of youth for peaches. Yeah, his his put, you know, put wild them in sour. Yeast. Um, no, it's, it's, 
perfectly carbonated. Uh, it's definitely a little bit more on on the uh, the barreled soul style bubbly, where you know that's what you expect from a sour, though. You expect it to be kind of more champagne-y in its in its bubbles. Um, right. This kind of tastes like champagne bubbles, except for maybe a little bit bigger. I know I'm describing bubble flavors with your tongue, but, but <laughs> just trying to give a general sense of it. Um, not too sour. I would say more like you know less tart granny apple, like a four. Okay. Okay. Um, and then it just finishes nicely with a peach flavor. This would be great for drinking on a hot summer day out in the sun. I think that you would enjoy this. I enjoy it. I'm going to give it a 425. Nice. Okay. Do you think having three quarters of a liter of this beer, you're going to get sick of it? No. No. I, I, think, it's <laughs> an, I think it's an easy drinker. Um, you know, I may I may get some, uh, some, burp, some burpage going on, but I don't think that... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that I'm going to be sick of it by the end of it. And I think it will okay. probably adjust a little bit as it heats up. You know, I just took right. it out of the fridge like immediately before I started drinking it. So maybe I'll get a little bit more sweetness as it warms up. Right. That's what I would imagine. Yeah. For it to sweeten up. I love, I like peach and beer. Um, I don't know. I don't see it as often it's as. Great. Yeah. It's, it's really good. Um, as long as it's not the artificial peach, artificial peach, throw it in the garbage. Oh, that's actual so peach. Good. Oh, I'm, I'm here for some candy peach beers. Really? Yeah. Those no. peach rings? Oh man, I would. No, I, no. If those, if they made a beer with those peach rings, actually, I think that all day. I think Southern Grist did it. There's, there's a brewery that did something. I know they did like gummy worms or sour worms at one time. I did not care for that beer, hmm. but. <laughs> Obertson Ober- for I, all the the dried fruits is what I've noticed. Yeah, mangoes, I mean, peaches. Dried fruit is good. I like apricots. No, give they make me fart real good, but. <laughs> Uh, but okay, so Rest in Peaches has 281 ratings on Untapped. It's not a lot. Where do you? Th- it's not a lot. More than my beer. True. True. And this is Rest in Peaches for Edward Van Halen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I think that people are going to be more around me. I wish I, you know, now that I knew that it was so little rating, I kind of wish it was a little warmer because it's possible that okay. Counterweight probably served it a little warmer. Possible. But yes. Does it have an enjoy by enjoy at this temperature on the bottle? Um, not that I can see. Okay, sometimes they put it on there. So, anyways, I think they're gonna be. I think the people are gonna be closer to me. I'm gonna guess. I'll guess a four two four. Well, wow, that's high. It is high, but not quite high enough. Really? Really? Because the people were exactly in line with you at a four two five. Damn it! Wow, it's exactly a four two five. I honestly, you were saying it, and I was like, "He's just gonna be like, oh, I guess I'll just guess four two five. And I was, gonna, I would have cried because you know, as the only the reigning defending writer writer person of the pod, uh, th- the only three time writer person, um, you know, it's just important to me to have that title. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been Which great if I we would have gone back to back again. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> like, like the first time, I didn't even have time to enjoy it. <laughs> Oh man! So four two five and point oh one, very yeah, both solid, yeah. honed in, honed in. I I have to say, as this like I only poured a little bit in this glass that I'm drinking out of. As this glass is warming up, because it it is hot here in Connecticut now. We've entered eighty degree territory with days. It's getting a little bit better. Like like I like it. It's it's start it's it's growing as 5. much as I liked it before. It's it's growing more on me. Do you want to reguess your untapped grade and go a little? No, bit I'm good with higher? my guess. I'm good with my guess. <laughs> But it's becoming more sour, Maybe which like is four, actually... Maybe like 4, 4, 5? <laughs> it's actually not what I expected, was it to become more sour. Oh, uh, interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah it's, yeah. it's going the opposite way. Nice. 
That's good. I guess. I mean, sounds good. I want I, one. I think it's. I think it's delicious. I. I mean, if I, I could send you bottles in the mail, I would. But I don't know how. I you think do you that. can. You can. Magic. <laughs> I don't know. One day. One day there'll be a way to ship bottles in the mail. Okay. <laughs> I've shipped you both bottles in the mail. Thank you. <laughs> True. You know, if I had I know, my superpower I... of going back in time, I could have use this, it for evil. Hold on to it. Go back in time till we were at Ash or till we were at your house. Leave them behind. And then jump forward again. There you go. There you, oh, see? That's actually good. Yeah, I know. Obert sent me the post that, uh, what is it, uh, Fremont? Is it Fremont that does the rusty nail? Yep, they're they're waxing them as we speak. The 2022 going in the wax. And I was like, oh, oh is, man. That is true. I could send you this because Obert's going to send us all Fremont beers. So uh, I'll yeah. have to go back and get some bottles. i have to get the rusty nail. So, it was so good. It was so good last year. Like, great, great beer. Um, but... I didn't get I didn't get the memo, guys. You guys didn't tell me it was Sour Week on the podcast. <laughs> Sorry. I know. I know. What the heck? Um, we're, we're welcoming we, in Sour I was, Season. I thought it was Weaverville Week. So Weaverville Week? Okay. Well, also swinging a miss <laughs> on that end. Yeah. Um, I actually, I got a, I actually got a beer box today from uh, one of my friends made on Twitch. Uh, they sent me they sent me some beers up from Massachusetts. And one of them is a brewery that I've not heard of. Maybe Todd has. Wait, wait, wait. Up from Massachusetts. Yeah. I was going to let it slide, but yeah. No, I, I'm not no. letting that slide. That doesn't how it works. <laughs> no, that's, that's how it works. Uh, you know, North Carolina is higher altitude, maybe. Um, so up, you know. It went uphill. It went uphill. Yeah. <laughs> have uh, you been to Asheville? <laughs> yeah, but you don't live in Asheville. <laughs> I live close enough. It's, we it's came still, down the big mountain. I saw it. <laughs> it's very big mountain, yes. All right. So, anyways, uh, came up from Massachusetts, <laughs> and this is a brewery I've not heard of. Maybe you have, Tud. But I, I fell in love with the can art. Uh, they sent me two cans from uh, Seven Saws Brewing Company, never which heard is of. out of Holden, Mass. Don't know where that is. So I think it's near. Isn't it? No, it's. I think it's near like Worcester-ish area, like c- Central-ish Mass. Um, but this is their New England IPA. Uh, I fell in love with the can art. Like it's got the seven, but look, like just it's just a very pretty can. Um, and this is called Seven V I I New England IPA, six point nine percent, nice ABV, sixty seven IBUs. Um, what is the what is the art? It's the seven. That's a seven. It, you might oh, not be able to seven. see it. Yeah, because it's inverted. But yeah, it's a seven. But it's it's just like really cool. The other can also looks similar. I I was just holding it. It's pretty awesome. It's got some trees trees at the bottom. Um, but this is our original New England IPA that was tirelessly concocted and tested in a garage during home brewing days. Hazy, juicy, and slightly bitter. This IPA drinks smooth and citrusy, generously hopped with Apollo Citra Vic Secret and Simcoe. So what's what's the name of the brewery again? Seven, Seven Saws. And they are, it looks saws. like. It looks like they are um, maybe 20 miles north of Worcester. There you go. Huh. Can't believe so I've never I'm, seen these guys. I'm excited. Um, this was These were from Twitch handle Lady Ember Venom. Um, one of my Twitch mods uh, decided to send some beers. So I, I graciously accepted. Um, she also sent, and I had this on the podcast earlier, uh, my first ever Lone Pine beer from po- Portland, Maine. So that was very good. Um, that was the Holy Donut. Uh, fresh lemon glaze very good they, uh, they make excellent donuts the holy donut in portland oh really yeah oh, that's, is that I, like a- that's yeah when we were in portland a couple weeks ago that's where we got breakfast from was the holy donut 
and uh, oh. they make really good breakfast sandwiches. But their donuts are also amazing. Well, they had a they had a barreled soles uh, um, stay puffed donut that was fantastic. Now this is a crossover I haven't heard before. I've heard about using like fancy donuts to make your beer, but I've never heard about make, using fancy beer to make your donuts. <laughs> yes, yes, and it was it was exactly what you would expect it to be, and it was like ooey gooey. Like there was like a chocolate ring in the middle of the donut, like like oh, okay. mil- like molten chocolate. It was like a lava cake and a donut it had a baby that tasted like marshmallow fluff and chocolate. It was oh, I want to go like back. A delicious baby. <laughs> so, sounds gross. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, fun. It's it's funny. The holy donut is made with donuts, as Obert said. Um, so it was very good. Four two five. I gave it solid, solid beer. Well, um, but to circle back to this beer, I'm not surprised that you neither of you have heard of this brewery because the entire brewery only has 412 check-ins. Wow. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. They did say it was like near there, n- near where they reside. So. Um, it's like it's from my my town or whatever, and I was like, "Oh, cool! I'm very excited." So I asked. Well, now I'm gonna have to go check it out. I know you should let me know. I have two of their beers. This is the IPA. I have a sour in the fridge as well. So, um, but there it is. Um, I mean, looks like your typical New England IPA. Uh, nice. It's very hazy. It's got a nice thick head on it. Like I don't, I don't know how how well you guys can see it, but it's got nice big bubbles in it. Um, if you were driving your car and you happen to stumble across a, a, a lake of this, uh, I mean, it's... Oh, it's pretty bright. I don't know. It's it's pretty bright, but I don't know if you'd be able to... <laughs> to... No. It'd be, like, it'd be like staring into the sun. You'd be dead. Yeah, I don't think you'd be able to find find what what you're driving driving through. So so it's, that's always good to know. That's very good to know. Uh, Ober, just embrace it by this point. Ooh, okay. So... When I smelt it from the can, I definitely got a little bit of the bitterness. When I smell it from the glass, I get a little bit more of like citra, like I'm gonna say like a, ma- a mangoish kind of citra, um, or uh, citrus, um, like a little bit of that sweetness on it. So I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to uh, to try it. So here we go. Cheers. Cheers. I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind. And sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes him feel mellow. Okay, it drinks very, very bitter. Um, like it says, sixty-seven IBUs. It drinks like a hundred. Like it's. Oh wow! It's, oh. it's it's definitely it's definitely got that 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 bitterness to it, that pucker to it. Um. I'm like I'm struggling trying to. Get, it says smooth and citrusy. I wouldn't necessarily call this. It's definitely hazy. It says smooth and citrusy. I get the mango on the on the on the nose. Okay, all right. That was a little bit better. I think my mouth is acclimating to it a little bit. Um, but it it, it starts off and uh, I mean I got hit really really hard up front with the bitter the first few times. This time was a little bit better. I got a little bit of sweetness up front. Some of that those citra citrus notes in the front, and then it does kind of like I get hit with like a like almost like a like a pine real fast and then it just it just bitters up like the whole rest of the beer so it's good i feel like okay it, it gets a little better every time i have it but <laughs> yeah every, I, I feel like my mouth was just shocked i don't know if it's because i drank i haven't really drank much uh much today so i wonder if i'm just not primed for it but it, it gets better every time i have it it's um it's i mean new england ipas are so hard to describe this one's definitely on the more bitter side than a lot of the other ones that you get um but it is a very solid beer i get a little bit of the sweetness up front now like i said 
Um, and it might be Simcoe that I'm I'm tasting a little bit on the back end, which has that like distinct Simcoe flavor. Um, but it's good. It's a beer. If it were a little, and this is weird for me to say, if it was like a little less bitter on the back end, um, and maybe I it put. I think if they if they dialed the bitterness down a smidge, it would it would like flow better. Um, but it's still a good beer. Um, and and I don't even know if this is just like an old can or anything. It doesn't have a can on date. I don't think it is. It doesn't taste old though. It just tastes. It just it's just bitter. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give it three seven five. It's good. It's you know I would definitely try seven saws again. Um, because well, there's small brewery. Clearly, there's only. 400 and some odd check-ins small brewery <laughs> so um and uh, i'm excited because they have the the set i have the sour in, fr- in the fridge so i'm excited about that oh nice yeah it sent a ipa and a sour which is pretty so, cool so. so hang on so you could have chosen the sour and participated <laughs> in the sour right so okay the sour this is on you at this point dana said no it's on dana i'm gonna blame dana <laughs> dana wants to try the sour but is not I mean, she probably could have had part of a beer to right now, but I thought this was like a better starting point for the brewery versus the sour. Fair. But who knows? Maybe that maybe they just do sours, like knock them out the park. You never know. You never know. Yeah, you we won't. We'll find. Maybe we'll. Maybe 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 a pregame one day. We'll we'll find out. Yeah, um, there you go. Well, uh, so I'm giving it a three seven five. It's good. Well, I do think this is probably their flagship beer because um, this beer has 201 check-ins of their 400 and change. Yeah, of their 412. This has basically half of them. Okay. <sighs> Damn. Um, all right. I think it's I think it's going to be higher than me. I think it's pretty easy to say, but I don't think it's going to hit 4. Uh I'd be su- I mean it could it could it could surprise me and hit 4. I mean like the people that are going to this are the diehards that live in the town that love the brewery for being there. Um And, and you don't know but, how old this is, right? I mean it doesn't say on the can? No, there's no can date. Yeah. It doesn't taste old. I'm just I saying mean, it, it doesn't It sounds it doesn't like taste it's a old. new brewery. I'm trying to find out right. like when this the first check-in of this was. Right. But um, the, the, I'll tell you this, the newest check-in of this was 14 minutes ago. So. <laughs> was it me? No. Uh, so, ah, man. That would be funny if it was you. Crap shoot, crap shoot. I think it's going to be... Uh, I had my, I, I talked myself out of my, my first number. I had my first number. I talked myself out of it. I'm going to say it's a 387. Pretty close. Uh, about as far off as I was with a 3.92. Damn, damn. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. man. Okay. Well, I didn't think it was gonna get in the three nines. My first. I'm glad I changed, even though it doesn't matter. But I'm glad I changed. I was. I was thinking three eight three, and then I talked myself out of it. So, talked yourself um, up. Yeah. I talked myself up. So, but I, I would. I wouldn't have guessed in the three nines. Okay. Well, like like I said, I would definitely try this beer again. Um. Thank you, Lady Everventum, for sending sending them to me. That's pretty awesome of you, as well as two cute little pl- Pokemon plushies. <laughs> Are we sure it's not Lady Amber Venom's brewery? Uh, I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong. And or Bob Ross. I don't know who sent it to me. One of the two sent it. They both sent <laughs> uh, it to me. So thank you, guys. I mean, I could see it. Maybe they maybe they own a brewery. Maybe. See, that, that, that sip was even that sip was even better. The more I drink the beer, the better it gets. Yeah, I did want to give a quick update. And I don't know if it's my palate that suggested or just the beer warming up. But I had the opposite effect that Tud did, where I'm actually getting less sourness as I drink more of this. Okay. Yeah, that, that last sip. Maybe like a three eight five. We're moving up. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. It's hard to tell too. I'm like, is it just the fact that I've drank enough of this beer to acclimate? Right. You know. I think right. a lot of times, even though I say it's the temperature, it's probably that. It's weird. <laughs> 
Well, um, that was like last bet, week when I, we were drinking the same beer and we were getting different flavors. Right. Yeah. Except beer. it's all the same glass this time. Crazy. <laughs> these these new meta morphing gla- morphing beers. I can't do it. I'm too old. Too old for this. It's the latest trend in beers. <laughs> morphing beers. Yes. It's like the the one that turned violet into a, a violet a blueberry the the gum that has like the whole Thanksgiving meal. Right. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, Willy Wonka. <laughs> I don't know what the candy was called though. You know. Uh. But gum. that one. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Is it the everlasting gobstopper? No, it was well, the gum. Think, yeah, but the, the confusing thing is that, like, IRL, the Everlasting Gobstopper, is supposed to change flavors as you suck down on it, you know? So I think those are underrated candies. I really do enjoy the Gobstoppers. Yeah. I don't know about y'all. Maybe not. But I'm a the, fan. I haven't, well, yeah. I haven't had one in, like, years. The only place I uh, ever knew you could buy them was from Big Y and, or not, not uh, Better Value in Lisbon. <laughs> you can get them at Walmart. I th- yeah, I feel like most candy aisles you can find. Yeah. Who has yeah. a candy you aisle just, anymore? You just gotta you gotta look at like the bottom shelf the one the the ones that don't move very fast. I don't know, like every grocery store. Yeah. Or he, or, the, the, or, the place or that you Amazon. stop right before you go to the movie theater. Right. I really um, now I want a gobstopper. So I know I know we talked about it a little bit um, via text message. So obviously the uh, the people at home didn't get it. But have you guys had any of your Asheville beers at home yet or no? I know I Uber has. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I have not. Uh, Okay. I had both the River to Hell Runs Red and a few of the IPAs that we had at the brewery. Right. And that was kind of that was part of the point I wanted to get to is that the Amidst, which I thought was the best beer we had at Burial, did not I don't know if it didn't can well or what, but it was like not as good. Not as good as I remember. Maybe it's cuz I was hungover and like mm. <laughs> it just tasted good in the moments, but uh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, there's some of the magic of being there. Right. 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 Like, um, it was still good. And I was blaming my beer being off as being, like, you know, warm and then 30,000 feet up in the air and then back down. <laughs> and like, I don't know what this beer's been through. Right. 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 <laughs> yeah. Well, there's one other one that I wanted to talk that I want, just wanted to mention. And, Burial, if you're listening, listen, I l- still love you. Um, just keep that in mind when I say what I'm about to say. But Uh-oh. I have half of a four pack of i think i think me and tud split this one we did uh, because oh, don't tell me this i won't I don't, I don't ruin this well listen I know. these are by the way chris these are all check-ins that i'm planning on having at some point on this podcast have you had this one do you have no, this one no okay okay so because because there will always be something more an ipa cool can art you know obviously can date of april uh 20th 2022 get out it's of like, here with that. it's like six weeks old six weeks old yeah and let me just tell you it did if sorry tud sorry future tud did not drink well it, oh. it, it was it was a little bit rough it was a little bit rough i, I was very sad about it i was very is sad the, is that the collaboration with other half um no it doesn't seem to be so you, you lucked out there lucked okay. out there but yeah no it doesn't seem to be i was just i was uh, you know, I was like, if you listen to the podcast, maybe just send me a four pack of something. Like, if you want to brew a bit, how about brew abyss, especially for me? Send me the entire keg, um, and then also a kegerator, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to make up for this half a four pack I have. I think that's the <laughs> only. I think that's the only thing you could do, really. <laughs> well, I was going to ask: Is did this bump it down from the number two brewery? I don't. I don't think so. I still. I, I don't think so. I don't it's think a so. valid question, though. I mean, because part I mean, of like you're selling, you're selling at the time five week old beer, I mean, right? But like, like at Treehouse, like like I expect a my beers to be fresher. 
And B, I expect them to taste good out of the can, as good as they taste in their tap room. And that's, that's how true. You get to be number one. Right, but like that's true. What, but like any like Trillium does the same thing. They, their beers taste fresh. What was, was Trillium three or four? I can't three. remember three. So I, I you know, but even like Fox Farm is their beers taste just as good out of the can as they do in the tap room. So that is that is a little bit of a knock. I'm not happy with this. I'm 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 curious to see the review on the rest of the beers from them. Um, over yeah. how did you like your River to the to Hell? The it was a better bottle? sour than the one I'm drinking now. Okay. Okay. Um. I had I split the bottle three ways, which I think helps. Sometimes the sours less is more, you know. Yeah. Um, but it it just was less sour, more flavor, um, which I liked. I still give it a four two five. Not like the best sour in the world that I've ever had, but the right. IPAs I've had from them have both been phenomenal. So I don't know. Okay. It's still, it's still I still feel good about it being ranked number two on our list. <laughs> And like, I mean, the I'm sure there's breweries that just uh, even maybe not Treehouse because they're like a little bit more meticulous. But I'm sure like people have gotten a trillion four pack that's a little bit old. You know, I'm sure it happens. Uh, probably maybe not. Oh, I mean, yeah, probably. But I, but who knows? I mean, I think that I would assume the same thing with Barrel that they cycle through so many cans that nothing ever sits on the shelf long enough to be to be old. And I know that trillium, that's that that surprised me. Trillium has you know four or five tap rooms now so even if their beers were starting to get old i would just assume that hey we're gonna pour congress street this week instead of pour it out of the keg because right the cans need to start to move yeah that's that's smart i uh, man i do miss trillium i know you said that and i i remember what is it what's the is it sleeper street sleeper street solid oh, there's so many it's milker street I, sleeper street congress yeah. street, i think sleeper street's street, the one like, i really liked but but there are a lot yeah I Solid. will say I, I like Burial's names better than I like Trillium's <laughs> names. I, I have a hard time distinguishing between Trillium's beer sometimes because I'm like, I don't know what street I'm drinking. Right. Now, with, well, with Burial, I just choose not to remember the names of the beers because I'm like, I don't want to remember <laughs> a paragraph to drink them. But with Trillium, I'm like, right. like Congress Street and Sleeper Street and Mocha Street all are streets, and they're not far enough away for me to distinguish them. If it was maybe right. something Av, something Road, something Drive, like I would, then I would know. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, uh. I think you're right too because, like, you could tell me pretty much any Monopoly uh, property, and I could tell you what color it is. Like, they're distinctive enough. Right. You know? That's true. Monopoly's Good figured point. it out. Trillium, let's get on this. <laughs> well, I, listen, I would say the same thing for Burial. I mean, they're they're, they're naming. I. They would never make it to number one strictly because of their naming convention. <laughs> I, I hate it. I hate it. I couldn't. Stuck at number I, two. I checked in only, th- we drank, what, seven beers, f- eight beers at Burial? Yeah, I at checked least. in two because I couldn't remember the names of the beers from the time I ordered it to the time I sat down <laughs> to type it in. Maybe that's Burial's way of saying we want you to focus on drinking the beer instead of trying to check it in. Maybe. Maybe. Just saying. Why? It's a possibility. Why? Why you gotta always ruin the fun? No, I'm just saying that uh, they want you to experience the beer and not just gi- just give it a zero to five bottle cap rating. True, I do agree with this. Mm. Um, and their outdoor area is fantastic. I could sit at that brewery for hours and never leave. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's a fun spot for sure. It's great, great spot. Yeah, it's where Chris checks his three thousandth beer in. You know, that just doesn't happen every day. No, you're already counting say, on number four thousand. Some would say only once. Yeah. You gotta go. Gotta go back in a couple years when I hit when I'm close to four thousand. <laughs> I drank two thousand on the pod. You know, we, we listen. We're doing good. We're doing good. I might drink yeah. one thousand on the pod. I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> oh man. Okay, but I think it's that time 
to um, celebrate Tud being the man of the people that he is and head over to our freezer, pull out our frosty mug of wisdom, take it out, fill it with uh, life advice, hacks, Amazon products, um, you know, stuff you wish your grandma taught you, stuff you wish your dad (laughs) taught you, whatever it is. Stuff you wish you taught your grandma. Yeah. All that stuff can go in a frosty mug. But uh, first, Jordan, take it away. Test your handbook. Test your handbook. Test your handbook. Test your handbook. Mug of wisdom! Okay, well, it would not be our Frosty Mug segment without some honks for the man of people. So, honk, 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 Thank you. You've earned it this week, .01, yet again. Very good. If there was a competition for .01, I have that shit on lockdown. You really do, you know? Um, and he crosses another another barrier. What about mine? What about my barrier? But we cannot forget about the the earned tally from last week. So it's time we put that on the board as well. All right, I knew it was up there. Chris got. I could I could I could tell. I could tell. Also closing a gate here, gatekeeper. Yeah, Chris, gatekeeper. But I would like to point out that now, oh. now this this tally that's down here has earned its way into Ted's lineup. Well, almost. He needs the three next, more. The next one is going to be in there. So <laughs> so not only did I win in one, I won two this week. That's kind of did. Chris, you never won two in a week. That's I can tell you that. But okay, so Mr. Handle 2022, what's uh, what's going in this frosty mug? Who's filming? We're going we're gonna to make Chris go first, as is <laughs> All right, so while we were in Asheville... Uh, there was a very special event going on called Pokemon Go Fest. You know, it was actually kind of, a, I mean, I got a couple of shines, a little bit lame, but it's fine. Um, but I want to put over something I bought in preparation for Go Fest, and that is uh, one of the, like, like you know, those uh, those char- rechargeable battery bricks that you have for your phone. Um, I bought one specially for it, but this one was cool because it had a solar panel on one side. So you legitimately could just put it in the sun and it would recharge itself. Didn't have to worry about it all day. It had a, uh, I don't even know, 36,500 whatever they are. Milliamp Um, hours. Yeah. (laughs) Battery powers. Um, And it was, I mean, it did a great job. It did a really good job. Um, The, the, the solar panel was, was pretty legit. It was pretty rugged and it had even a flashlight and a compass in case you had a beer that you had to see, you know, if you could drive through it or something like right. that. That's probably the number one reason you'd need a flashlight. <laughs> that's, that's why they added it there. They were like, hey, this is a beer drinker's flashlight. Yeah, so it was definitely made for rougher use than what I used it for, but it was still really cool. So <laughs> so check it out. We'll put a link to the show notes to the one I got. Um, it was relatively it was relatively affordable. It was, it was good stuff. Good stuff. So Yeah, if your emergency preparedness kit needs a Pokemon Go recharger, then <laughs> this is a handle for you. Exactly. That's that's exactly right. Yes. 
So, um, I'll go next and uh, put my thoughts into the, or the, my, my product into the mug of wisdom. And this week I have, um, this, I, this, it's chicken. I'm putting chicken into the, the, the mug of wisdom, but it's a certain type of chicken. It's called Just Bear, uh, lightly breaded, like, chicken nuggets for adults. So it's like basically a popcorn chicken, but for adults. Um, you can buy it at, at Costco and you get like a, like a seven pound bag for like, you know, 10 bucks. Um, and it's all just like little pieces of chicken all chopped up and they're lightly breaded. So they're, they're pretty healthy for you. So, you know, the hashtag tug, tug fit. Um, but three ounces is only like 120 calories and they're really good. Um, I add them into my lunch all the time. And if you have a Costco membership, you cannot miss this item. So my handle okay. is just bear lightly breaded chicken pieces. So I'm confused. Is it made from chicken or from bear? It's chicken. Made both. out of it's a it's blend of chicken and bear meat. Well, it's just <laughs> and bear, bear is spelled B A R E. Okay. Oh, okay, gotcha. okay. So naked chickens. Uh-huh. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Wasn't um, sure. Now, how do you how do you bear normally... meat's high in cholesterol? I gotta say, <laughs> <laughs> very fatty. You learn these um, things growing up living in Montana. You know. <laughs> uh, now. How do you how do you know you say you throw them into your lunch all the time but like do you air fry them or something first or like so yeah so I air so the you know they give you a bunch of options on the bag but the best way I found to do it is you air fry it at three fifty for eight minutes and they come out perfectly okay okay it's like a it's like an adult version of like a McDonald's chicken nugget it's delicious <laughs> nice um, I don't did I have to refresh my memory about because last week's was so chaotic did I spill the secrets on how to make the perfect uh pizza rolls on the on the podcast i think you may have but i don't i don't okay well it was it was late in the episode if it happened it might happen after we were done recording but this isn't my handle but i'll just place it on top of the bear chicken in the frosty mug (laughs) (laughs) if you're making pizza rolls at home and you don't have an air fryer um the key is to take the instructions on the bag throw them in the trash (laughs) (laughs) put them on a plate Five minutes, eighty percent power. Let the mi- let it rest in the microwave for two more minutes. After that, you won't burn your you won't burn your mouth off, and you'll be able to taste delicious beer the next day. There, there you go. go. Mm-hmm. Very good. It, he, I listen, folks. I've I've eaten a lot of drunk pizza rolls with Obert over the past week, and <laughs> it was kind of our savior in a way. Like, yeah. for as hungover as I was, I cannot imagine how much more hungover I would have been without that little bit of of alcohol absorption at the end of the night i put it right right i actually made i i have the remainder of the bag and uh i made some in the air fryer the other day and i i messaged you guys i was like this is not the same not the same nope i don't know okay i was i got your message that was kind of what inspired me to yeah make this the handle um yeah air fryer didn't do it huh no no i don't know i maybe i have to bake them i don't i mean i don't know maybe i I I am too much I'm I'm very excited and happy that my suggestion of pizza rolls was one of the <laughs> one of the things in Asheville that is talked has been talked most about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of things that we wanted to happen have happen in Asheville that we didn't make get to make happen, which we talked about a little bit last week, which is sad. But right. some unexpectedly great things as well. And one of those was Tud's pizza roll suggestions. So <laughs> hat off to you. Um, but okay, so I think I'll take the the mug for real. And um, this is an Obert themed handle for fans of previous handles of mine. Here comes another great classic Obert handle, and it's another jigsaw puzzle, guys. You didn't see this one coming, but here it is. Uh, you know, it's June, perfect <laughs> jigsaw puzzle season, as we all know. And you maybe are on vacation, 
It's just time. It's just time to bust out the puzzles with your grandkids. <laughs> Teach them how to do a jigsaw puzzle. <laughs> um, and this is from a different company called Odd Pieces is the name of their puzzles. And what I like so much about these puzzles is that normally when you do a puzzle, you got the picture and you're, you have that as a reference to put all the pieces together, right? This one is a little different where you open it and there's a little comic inside about like a scene. This one I did was a school where all of the dogs, all of the instructors, all the teachers are dogs and all the kids are humans. I know, weird. But um, then like an event happens and you're, the puzzle you're putting together is kind of like what takes place five seconds after the picture that you're looking at. So like, for example, in this class, in this school, if there's two people walking around a corner at a hallway at each other on the box, when you put the pieces together, they'll like have ran into each other and be laying on the ground. And as you put more and more of the puzzles together, you kind of figure out, you put the pieces of the story of like, what happened here? You can kind of figure it out, but you can't do that until you get closer and closer to solving the puzzle. So I really enjoyed that. I thought it was fun. Um, solid piece design, good uh, connections. The uh, The one thing I liked about the Magic Puzzle Company that people I put over last time is how funky the shapes of the jigsaw pieces were. These were not, these were just regular jigsaw puzzle pieces. But, um, you know, if Magic Puzzle is like a 475, as Tud said, they can't be, there's no such thing as a five. This, these guys are like a solid four and a quarter. So odd pieces, jigsaw puzzles. Um, if you're into them, if, if you liked my previous jigsaw puzzle handles, here's another one for you. Check it out. They really missed the boat by not having odd pieces in their odd pieces jigsaw puzzle. Well, I did tell Todd before we started recording that I only completed 99.9% of this piece of this puzzle. So it is missing one piece. So it is an odd <laughs> number of pieces. It's true. <laughs> you think maybe so they knows? forgot it on purpose? Maybe that's the whole gimmick is that we, we take one piece out of every box and throw it in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So with that, thank you for listening. Um, I will thank Counterweight for their Rest in Peaches uh, Sour Ale today. I would like to thank Seven Saws Brewing Company and Lady Amber Venom for their Seven New England IPA. And I would like to thank Zebulon Artisan Ales for their Sour Ale with Mixed Berries for Chavia Vargas. Please make sure you head over to social media and follow us at DAWF Podcast. Also make sure you hashtag follow the email at DAWFpodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you head over to Discord and join the conversation over there uh, in real time with not only us, but also other fans of the podcast. And head over to Patreon for as little as a dollar a month, or for literally as much money as you want to give us a month. You can get extra episodes of you know the podcast. Not full episodes, like 20 minutes, maybe sometimes 25 minutes. Um, so just if you want a little bit of extra drinking alone with friends in your life, please head over there. It actually helps the podcast a lot. And then finally, if you want to help the podcast, but you don't really want to be a subscriber to our Patreon, head over to iTunes or Spotify and leave us a five-star rating and review, which is another great way to help people learn about the podcast. And then also, obviously, share with your friends, your family, whoever you think likes beer. Uh, if you meet somebody at a bar and you're like, hey, you like beer. Have you heard of this podcast? Maybe just toss our name out there. Um, and then you can also head over and you can buy t-shirts too of our logo somewhere. Um yeah, my my Beard Dad Gamers merch store, we'll put it in a shit link in the show notes. You can get your very own Drinking Alone with Friends t-shirt. Yes. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And with that. And they're nice. We, we wore them on the podcast. We looked really, really hot. Everybody they are. Mm-hmm. They are super comfy. Sharp. They're very sharp. Uh-huh. Sharp dressed men. 
And with that, my name's Todd. My name's Chris. And I'm Obert. And remember, if you're tricking alone, do it with friends. Yeah, I do have a problem with that t-shirt though. I just, I can't go out in public with it because two people recognize that I'm, yeah. you know, that I'm that Obert from the podcast. Right. You, like, and like, you introduce yourself like, hey, I'm Obert. But now they're like, oh, I'm, I know a million Oberts. Uh-huh. But like now you wear the, the t-shirt. With the shirt. Like, I don't even have to introduce myself. Just walking down the sidewalk, <laughs> people are like, can I get your autograph? It's kind of just, I don't know. You ask for selfies. Yeah, I mean that's basically what all of Asheville was. That's right. basically you know we couldn't yeah. wear them all on the same day because yeah, that's why we all wore them separately so we shouldn't get mobbed <laughs> every day. Exactly, yeah, it would have been insane. <laughs>